go, kind of my thoughts on the game, his thoughts on the game. Fourth Sunday and weekend has been going great. Shout out Riley, my mom, Finn. Thank you all for joining. Thank you, thank you. It's going to be a big, big game today. Um, Eagles, Niners, like I said, to start it off. It's going to be it's gonna be a clash of the Titans between them. And then later on, like I said, the Bengals and the Chiefs. All right, looks like Asher just joined in here. <laughs> We love that. Go Niners. Go Niners. All right, let's see. And then let's get after There we are. Yo, Hello. TJ. How you doing, man? I'm all right. I'm all right. Getting through it. But happy to be talking football. How you been? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, just doing the school and doing, you know, work. Yes, Sorry, sir. I know, I know, soon. Alright, Niners, Eagles, this is, first of all, I want to say, like, the conference championships, I think these are the best four teams, like, without a doubt in the NFL that you can get, um, and so I'm, I'm super excited for both of these games. Uh, Niners, Eagles, two extremely similar teams. What's up, Nick? What's up? What's up? Um, and I think it'll be close the entire way. They're both like built in the trenches. That's how they win their football games. The Eagles with like maybe one of the best offensive lines like ever. Um, and the Niners with, you know, (laughs) one of the best defensive lines, uh, this year at least. I'm probably not ever, but Nick Bosa, one of the greatest ever already. Um, and so I think that the key is going to be for both of these teams, are they going to be able to run the football to set up the pass? Like, is San Fran, I, I think San Fran, it'll be bigger for, for San Francisco, especially um, because Brock Purdy, I can't really trust him yet to drop back like 40 times and act, really pick apart. A defense, um, so I think the run, yeah, right. So the run to set up the pass to open up, you know, the lanes and open up easy passing windows for for Debo and Ayuk and Kittle, um, I think is going to be huge. So if they're able to do that, I could see the Niners winning the game. But ultimately, um, I think Philly has less kind of question marks. Uh, to you know, whatever I don't like. They just they're just so good all over the place, and I think that AJ Brown is going to be able to take advantage of a weak, uh, not weak, but not great secondary. Um, of yeah. Lose if Jalen Hurts is going for three hundred. So, and, 
and trying to take AJ Brown away, that's such a difficult task. You saw how they kind of covered DK, a very similar type player in the playoffs, and he still was successful yeah. throughout the game. But yep. they did try and slow him down, and then that second half, I believe my brother was saying, uh, I mean, this is going back three, three weeks ago in the wild card round, he was saying that they were kind of picking up a little bit how to cover a big-bodied wide receiver like him. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see how that defense plays, but I know that that Niners defense is damn good. Yeah, and and they're good. They're good at stopping the read option too. Like those two linebackers, so fast. Um, I think Warner and Greenlaw are going to be able to contain Jalen Hurts running the football. Um, at least I don't know if they can contain like the Eagles' offensive line and Miles Sanders on like runs up the middle. Um, we'll see if, if that happens. Uh, but. I think I don't think I think Jalen Hurts is going to need a big day in the air, um, and ultimately I think he gets it done. Like I, I think the Eagles do win this game. Jalen Hurts has proven, especially with the deep ball, that he's accurate uh, this year. And yeah, I mean, if the Niners turn the ball over, also in this hostile environment, I think it's over. Like if they if they yeah. turn the ball over once and Philly doesn't. Um, I think Philly wins. So I'm going Philly 24-17. Um, yeah. I don't, what, what's your prediction? Well, listen, listen. Uh, I've been hyping this guy up since he started playing. Okay? Brock Purdy is who I'm talking about. And not only have people been down him, people not trusting him, right? That's okay. Because I don't know if I even fully trust him. But what I do know, what I do know is a legend will be born today. And I will speak it into an existence, okay? Barack, Purdy will get it done. It, Like you said, they can't turn the ball over. And, and I think it's the same with the Eagles. You know, they turn the ball over once, a team that has been very, very protective of the ball all year. Jalen Hurst has, I believe, six total turnovers in the 14 regular season games he played. I mean, that's absurd, right? It's going to come down to Brock Purdy making a couple big plays. Kyle Shanahan knows it's going to be hard to, you know, limit this Eagles offense. Our defense, we can only rely on him so much. So he's going to get aggressive. He's going to get aggressive. He's going to try and, you know, obviously get Brock into situations where he can make that play. But if it comes down to fitting the ball into tight spaces, Brock's going to need to make one or two of those plays, and I think he will. Now, for me, it will be on a game-winning drive, setting up a Robbie Gold field goal. I've got the Niners 30-27. to Jalen Hurts has a great day. But it's not enough because that defense, in the end, folds. And I know that the Eagles defense is it's amazing. It's, it can do anything, right? From the bottom level, right, all the way to the back end, to the secondary, they've got talent all over. But I have seen, you know, the Cowboys dice them up, right? Mm-hmm. I have seen some other teams get what they want. And I know the Niners, towards the end of the year, their defense was kind of, you know, cooling off a little bit, but... They're back. This is the biggest game of the season, and and I think they go into Link Financial Field and they get it done. Wow. And Brock Purdy is the first rookie quarterback to make a Super Bowl. Seventh rounder. Mr. It just makes too Earl. much sense, man. It just makes too much sense. But, hey, let's move on to the second game. Another, you know, I said the first game was almost like a clash of the Titans because of the rosters that these two teams have. But the second game is, is damn near the same, you know, prestige. We got two of the best quarterbacks, if not the best two quarterbacks in the NFL right now, meeting up for, again, a rematch of the ASC Championship game in Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Now, I know Mahomes is, you know, 
Got a little bit of an ankle injury, but he's got that dog, okay? And all damn week, the Bengals, Earl had this. Oh, <laughs> we need a maternity test for, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Is he Joe Burrow? Is he Patrick Mahomes' father? Like, all this shit, right? Right. Circulating. Eli Apple, nonstop, right? <laughs> it will come to bite the Bengals up. It will come to bite the Bengals up. I think it's going to humble them because the Chiefs are still the number one seed. The Chiefs are at home. And the Chiefs haven't been an underdog in a long time. And that energy, ooh. Ooh! Mm. Mahomes going to get it done. But what do you think is going to happen in the second game today? <sighs> Man, I know Mahomes is a dog. But damn, the Bengals are dogs too. Especially defensively in the playoffs, in big games. We saw all of last year. Um, Lou, whatever his last name is, Anarumo or something, um, is a genius in the playoffs. And he's a big game defensive coordinator for sure. And Eli Apple is a big game defensive back. (laughs) Uh, Maybe not really. But this year, against the Bills at least he was. Um, So, yeah, but I want to touch on Mahomes' ankle a little bit too. Um, I think it could, like, affect him moving in the pocket if he can, uh, we'll, we'll be able, like, we'll see if he can, you know, create a little, um, yeah, the line has, yeah, they were favored. Yeah, because, you know, Sebastian wants to be all cute over here, you know what I'm saying, oh, they minus two, they're the favorites. Well, you know, it doesn't detract from their, their mental, you know, coming into the game, but Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I think, like, the line changed, like, as Mahomes' ankle, like, progressed throughout the week. (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, but if it affects him moving in the pocket, um, and he can't like, you know, move over and create an extra half second to let Kelsey get open over the middle. Um, I don't know. I think, I think it could be tough and the Bengals are good at, at limiting, uh, quarterback runs as well. Allen only had 26 yards and Mahomes didn't really do anything rushing last year. Um, so yeah, are, are, well, I was going to say what I will say. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. They were dominating that game. It took Patrick Mahomes to have the absolute worst half of football in his career. A guy that's been to five straight AFC Championship games now, two Super Bowls, one one, right? MVP winner had to have the worst half of football for this Bengals team to eke it out and get to the Super Bowl. And I know this Bengals team is better this year, but I'm telling you, man. This Chiefs team, they want to stick it to them. And it, it's going to become a rivalry today. Because I know they're 3-0. Burrow's oh, yeah. 3-0, right? Against the Chiefs, against Mahomes. I just, mm, there's just something sticking in my grill, man. There's yeah, like, no. Mm. And those all three matchups, like, have been super close. Like, people are saying, like, oh, my God. As you said, like, Burrowhead and Burrow owns the, the Chiefs and all that. Uh, but, like, these games have come down to the wire. And, like, one single turnover by the Chiefs in all three games is like, completely flipped it. Um, and so if, if they don't turn the ball over, then yeah, I think the Chiefs can win. Also, I want to, I think MVS can be an X factor in this game. Um, because the Bengals, like, against the Bills, at least, um, you know, played really, the safeties played up a lot. Um, and against the Chiefs, I think they'll do that again to try to limit Kelsey over the middle and Juju over the middle. And so if MVS can get going deep, 
Um, it, it's been an inconsistent, you know, deep ball with Mahomes this year, especially with the lack of speed on the Chiefs offense, um, with MBS really being the only like speed threat. And so he had he had two receptions for 71 yards in the week 13 game. Um, so if he can if he can get deep and if Mahomes can hit him, I think um, that'll be a big factor in this game. Yeah. Um, well, this is also, you know, a Bengals defense. Statistically, they're not one of the best. Like you said, playoff time, taking very calculated risks when they need to, it's going to hurt sometimes and sometimes it's going to work, right? So giving up that one big play might be the difference in this game, yeah. but it's how they need to play to you know, combat such a smart, great pocket presence quarterback in Mahomes, right? So I think Kadarius Tony. He could be a little bit of an X factor here too, because what I've seen from him since he came to the Chiefs, I just love the way they utilize him. He is so damn sticky; he can just plant his foot, and he's just opposite direction. I mean, I would, you know, equate that ability almost to like Tyreek and his change of direction yeah. is elite. It's like no other, right? He doesn't have to speed Tyreek has, but I do think he can make a little play here, a little play there, maybe keep a drive alive. That is a little bit of an underrated, not really so talked about player that the Chiefs often has at their disposal. Yeah, right. Also, Isaiah Pacheco, um, if, if he can have a big rushing day, I think that'll be huge uh, also. Because I think the, the Bengals, you can kind of, I mean, DJ Reader's a beast up the middle, but you can, I, I think you're, you're going to have to run against him um, because, like, Lou. It has just been such a genius with all the coverages. Um, like, because you look, as you said, the passing defense hasn't been great, but in the playoffs, they have. Um, and it's like Eli Apple, Cam Taylor Britt, and Mike Hilton. It's not like the greatest <laughs> name, like secondary in terms of talent. And yet, yeah. uh, especially with Awuzie going down in the year. Um, but. They've done such a good job defending the pass uh, in the playoffs, and that's just like credit to Lou Anarumo and his um, defensive disguises and all that. So um, if they can run the ball to kind of simplify the pass coverage of the Bengals, I think that will be huge. Um, also, the the Chiefs' D-line against a beat-up Bengals offensive line that granted did play extremely well against the Bills, but the Chiefs' D-line I think is better than the Bills' D-line. Um, watch out! Watch out for Chris. Oh Jones yeah, to have a big day. He is pissed off. Oh, I don't know if you saw the presser about the whole Burrowhead thing. He he referred to Arrowhead as Burrowhead. He's like, wait, that's what y'all called it, like Burrowhead, right? Yeah, I'll see that. I'll see there. And I'm like, man, Chris Jones. He he is defensive player of the year candidate type player, right? And he's just a monster. Like what, six six, right? Three forty, and he can move so agile, right? Yeah. Uh, or with a lot of agility. Um, I, I think he could have a big, big day as well. Um, making some type of Aaron Donald type plays, you know, TJ Watt type plays to really elevate this Chiefs defense. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know. Maybe the Bengals O-line is just better. Maybe these backups are better because Burrow was like completely clean last week. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're, they're going to need to to protect Burrow and let him carve up the Chiefs defense, without, which I think he can, like, like obviously. Um, and they're going to take shots to Jamar Chase and 
like will will the Chiefs be able to respond with that deep ball? Because you know Jamar or T is gonna have one big play that can really flip the game. So um God, this one this one's so hard. It's harder than the Eagles and Niners pick for me. Um Really? Yeah. I mean I know I have the Eagles as a slight edge, you know, going to the game and such, but I still pick the Niners, right? Because that's my original pick. This game I feel like just the the way the energy has been leading up this entire week, me having the Chiefs originally and, and you know, still liking would loving I loving what the Bengals have done this postseason and you know, the eight game winning streak they had coming in, playing the right football at the right time, I just I just feel so confident right now about the Chiefs. I, I I'm not not confident uh, that Mahomes will get it done. Even off a of bum ankle, Landry yeah. Reed won't call the right plays, you know, when it's necessary. Pacheco won't hit a gap here, a gap there, maybe be the difference. Chris Jones, right? And the one thing that, you know, you had mentioned about the Bengals defense and not really having a bunch of big name guys, that's also their energy. They they play to, hey, we got a chip on our shoulder. Nobody wanted us. We're misfit toys, right? Um yep. D line, same energy. You know, the linebackers, very, very talented. They've got same energy in the secondary as well. Um, and it just kind of built off of their defensive coordinator, uh, Lou, I forget his last name, but yeah. Lou, and the way he calls the defense and taking those calculated risks. But, right. yeah, I, I am more confident picking the Chiefs than I am the Niners. Let's just, that, that's just me. You know, what's your score? What's your score? It's 27-23 Bengals. <sighs> you know the funny thing about Chris Jones? He has never recorded a playoff sack. He has zero career playoff sacks. He's getting one today. He's getting he's getting two today. He's getting two today, I think. He is due today. He might get two. Yeah, like you said. He's due to get two. But I've got the Chiefs as well on a game winning drive. Twenty eight twenty four. Get it done. They get it done at Arrowhead. At Arrowhead. Not Burrowhead. Burrowhead. The rivalry starts. It's going to be some Brady and and Manning type level rivalry. Rivalry we will see in the AFC. Um, I like this. You got we got two different picks in each game. So you have a Niners Chiefs Super Bowl rematch. I got Bengals Eagles. We'll see. We will see. You know you know the Stallions riding off this ten and zero hot streak right now. Ten and zero. Oh okay, all right. <laughs> they haven't they haven't been too hard to predict. I'll give you credit. Okay, Bengals beating the Bills that's a good ass pick. But yeah, we you're going zero and two today. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, I do want to ask you about a couple other things though before uh, we kind of move subjects or anything uh, with regards to the NFL. Aaron Rodgers supposed to meet in with the Packers the next couple days. There's been a lot of rumors circulating. He's going to get traded. Okay. Yeah. The Jets, they hired Nathaniel Hackett, <laughs> yeah. offensive, you know, coordinator for the Packers. They're really trying to lure him. I mean, you got Joe Namath out here saying, I will unretire my number so he can wear it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So they are begging Aaron to get there. Now, do you think it happens first off? And second off, is the Jets the best AFC team he can go to, step in, and say, let's go win the Super Bowl? All right, let me look at all the AFC teams. Um, either them or like 
the Dolphins, I would say. I just don't know how the Dolphins... It, I, I, I like the Dolphins better than the Jets in a sense of a fit with Mike McDaniel as well offensively, Tyreek, all that, right? But the cap space is going to be an issue on top of the draft capital, especially with the whole Tom Brady, you know, uh, upper management shit, the Dolphins, they're you know, giving up a first-round right. pick, they're giving up another one next year. Not a first, it's like a third, I think. Um, they traded for Bradley Chubb. I don't remember how much that. Yeah, another first-round pick. That. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't know if they have the means to. I do like that team just as much as the Jets, but who else? Is there anyone else? Dude, imagine there's a new number 12 in New England. That could be... I don't know if Aaron wants to go there, though. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. But I I do think... I mean, Vegas, obviously, is another one, too. Um, Especially after Derek Carr is just like... They just (laughs) left Derek Carr out to just rot. Yeah. Um, But I do think... I think it is time for a trade. I think it will happen. Um, it just seems like everything has just reached a the end. Like this is just the end. They, like I, I don't, I don't see the Packers improving enough next year to be like a Super Bowl contender, really. Um, and so I, I think it is the end of an era. Uh, everything is boiled over. Gutekunst and Rogers don't like each other. Um, and so, yeah, it seems like the Jets are going to go all in. I feel like they do pull it off. Um, and that's going to be a damn good team with their defense. I know. And their offense now. Like, yeah. Don't forget about Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, he's back. The old line is set up. And all the other weapons in, 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 the, in the wide receiver room. But I will say, what are your thoughts on the Packers then moving forward? Do you think they can get two firsts for him? Do you think they can get two firsts, two seconds? Looking at the Russell Wilson trade, yeah. the Matthew Stafford trade, the prestige of those players, the age of those players, how much they're getting paid. I think I think it's plausible we can get two firsts. Sebastian was very convinced on Friday that there's no way in hell the Packers get two firsts. So I'm saying at least two firsts and probably another third or a second, maybe a fourth. I don't care, but I want two firsts at least. That. That, if I'm the Packers, that's what I'm starting with. And then taking that and moving forward with Jordan Love, bringing in maybe some other talents and veterans, some younger guys, I, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think they can get two first-rounders, too. I think they can get pick 13 this year. Um, we'll see what, what Green Bay, maybe they actually, <laughs> I don't know what they'll do with pick 13. Draft a receiver, that's always, like, the joke. Um, and then... Yeah, first rounder next year. I feel like the Jets are like, yeah, Vic Fangio to the Dolphins. That is huge um, that is for them. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's huge. That is huge. Maybe that entices Aaron and the Dolphins to make a big move. But they seem committed to Tua. Um, so, yeah, I think the Jets are like the Tua team. Tua. Tua. <laughs> Ooh. He's got, like, no muscle tissue in his arm. Um, But moving forward for the Packers, I mean, as you said, I I don't even know. Like, you just got to hope Jordan Love is good, obviously, and then build up that defense. Um, I don't know what they do with Aaron Jones also. Um, 
that could be tough. He's fumbled away a lot of big games, but he's also really good. So, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you know, if we do get 13, right, 13 and 15, that's our that, – a 15th our pick, 13, you know, would be the Jets pick. Do you think that that's enough ammunition, maybe with another pick from next year, maybe a second rounder, to say, hey, let's move up and go get a guy like Will Anderson, pair him with Rashawn Gary, cut ties with Preston Smith, save a little bit on the cap there, um, that would... or maybe keep Preston Smith yeah. and just run it? I don't know. That would be a lot of moves for a guy who hasn't been aggressive at all in the Aaron Rodgers era. Um it's a new era, though. It's a new era. True, it is, it is true. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I get what. What pick do you guys have? We have 15. Also, also another scenario. What if we say, hey, ring, 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 ring. Hey, uh, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, is uh, Jalen Ramsey available? Pair him mm. with Jair and Rasul Douglas. That's tough. That would be tough, yeah. I think you could get him for just a single first. It's that. It's that. I mean, considering his age, contract, all that, where the Rams are and how much they have to like be like, hey, you know, we want more than a first. Like, no, you guys have no first round picks, <laughs> so we're going to give you one. Like, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's very interesting. This offseason will be interesting. Um on the Broncos side as well, I have no idea what they're doing. Like their ownership is just being yeah. a joke with this whole coaching thing. Um, Who do you want? Like, I don't even. I, I don't even really like the candidates. I hate Jim Harbaugh first of all, just as a person. Um, like per, on a personal level, I hate Jim Harbaugh. So I I don't want him, even though he wins football games, he's just a slimy, like no one likes him, literally, and he's not committed to anything. Um, he's like, two weeks ago, he's like, yeah, I'm going to Michigan. And then last week, he meets with the Broncos, like, every, it's every single year he's in NFL discussions. Like, are you committed or are you not? You're leaving all these recruits out to dry. Um, yeah. And then the Niners, like, you know, forced him out or whatever. No one liked him when he was with the Niners. Um, so I don't want him. Sean Payton is being kind of weird, too. Um, he seems like a like a great offensive mind. Um, I don't know if it fit perfectly with Russ, uh, just because, like, Russ does not throw the ball down the middle of the field, and that's all Drew Brees did um, in Sean Payton's offense. So I don't know if that's the perfect fit. <sighs> So, like, I guess I, I would, like, Jonathan Gannon seems cool, the Eagles defensive coordinator. Um, I, th- I feel like that's where they're going to go, uh, especially if the Eagles lose today because they want to, like, apparently hire a coach quick. So if the Eagles lose today, I think you could see Jonathan Gannon be the Broncos head coach next week. Um, so, yeah, him, I guess. <laughs> Like, listen, whoever the new head coach is, he reports to me. Like, this isn't a yeah. fucking, this isn't Walmart, buddy. This I know. Dude, it, it's so weird. And why is, like, this ownership, like, do they know ball? Like, they're just Walmart owners, but they're leading the whole entire 
coaching search. It's like I, I realize George Payton, the GM, completely whiffed on Hackett, but he knows football at least, uh, and the roster is like it should have been good enough to make the playoffs. Um, and like we got Condoleezza Rice up in there, like making decisions. Lewis Hamilton. I mean, come on. Like, I, I don't get it. Um, but yeah, my bet. Wait, did you ask a question? I forget. No, no, no. I was just, I was just asking, like, you know, just that whole kind of like mentality. You know, you kind of just oh, right. from a Broncos fan's perspective, like, like why is this happening the way that it is? Like, just because you own, you know, the team doesn't mean automatically that you should be running the football day to day operation. Yeah. But no, I agree. But the, the, yeah, I'm not sure you're committed, but like the Jerry Jones right. way is not the way. Right. The one positive. That's why they, that's why they made it to an NFC Championship game in the last 26 years. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And the one positive about these owners is like they have all the money in the world um, and they're willing to spend it, which is like cool. Like they're willing to give Jim Harbaugh $20 million a year or whatever, and Sean Payton $20 million a year. Um, so I'm excited about that, but I, I don't know if they'll make the right <laughs> football decision. Um, but yeah, yeah we'll scary. see. That's scary. That. Was there anything else you want to get into? I know you said you might want to get into a little bit. Yo, yo, <sighs> I don't know. We got five minutes. Yeah, I know that that game kind of that game threw me off a little bit. I, I will admit, my whole he he got destroyed. He got on, and and my soul got crushed as well as he as Embiid stepped back three over Jokic as the dagger. Um, but no, nah, I mean Embiid was was amazing, uh, and it just happens, you know, with scores. Scores like when scores catch fire, they're just unstoppable and like yeah. better than anyone ever um and so and beat caught fire for one half you know it happens and um but Jokic was was bad like against a especially when they put pj tucker on him like come on dude like 12 shots in the second yeah they switched it in the second half like Jokic outplayed and beat in the first half um and scored 16 in the first half and he ended with like 24 or whatever he only took 12 shots in the game like pj tucker is 6-5 just shoot the ball over man and it's just they they yeah they switched it up they put they manned up pj tucker and let mb kind of roam in the middle um to stop like all the cutting and and passing and all that um and so yeah Jokic was just terrible and needed to be more aggressive turn the ball over seven times um and yeah, but Nuggets should have. God, it was just a third quarter collapse. There was like a fourteen zero run for the Sixers. That's uh, usually what happens, though, you know. Who wins yeah, the I know. Third quarter, we've seen the Warriors dynasty the years yeah. and years and years, right? They come out, they own the third quarter, and then it's like they almost take your soul, you know. And then the fourth quarter comes around, you're you're fighting up the battle the entire quarter. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think MB. I didn't watch the game, but I saw that highlight. I had to send it to you. And if y'all didn't know, Asher did write an article for that game, specifically also speaking towards the Jokic and the MB kind of, you know, budding rivalry between yeah. two of the greats at the center position in the NBA right now. If you guys haven't seen that, 
Uh, I'm, I'm sure you got the link still up for... Yeah. Um, we'll find it. We'll post it. I'll post it. Stuff like that. If you guys haven't read it, go and tune in. But, um, yeah. Was there any, any last things you want to add? I don't think so. I appreciate the shout-out. We got three minutes to these games. I got a pizza heating up in the oven. I'm excited. <laughs> that was that's good. Up, man. That's up. All right. Well, listen. Thank you guys for all the support, tuning in, all the comments, all that stuff. We really do appreciate it. This is The Edge Podcast. Um, until next time, guys, have a great day. Stay safe. And go Niners! Okay, okay, okay. Burrowhead. Peace.